Say what? Say what? Say what? The Welcome to the Hell with the Podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think about Tyler Perry's movie, Jazz Man Blues? It was a great movie. Um, much content. It flowed well. Uh, surprisingly, for a for the makeup of cast members, um, I, I I think it was an excellent movie, and I can tell pretty much. Now, this is just my personal opinion by his writing style, or should I say, his supposed writing style. It wasn't him that wrote it. I I, I agree with you. I, I I personally believe that uh, it was written by someone else. And, you know, as as most projects are done in Hollywood, you know, that's just like when a book is adapted into a into a film. Um, they'll pay the right to that, you know, to that piece. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much that's what Tyler did with this one. I mean, because it was a much, much too good and dynamic and meaningful and thought provoking film. That's just my observation. Yeah, honestly, I think is it was his best movie to date. Because um, I, I admit I'm not a real big Tyler Perry fan because all of his shows and, and movies pretty much are the same. They're uh-huh. they're they're always uh, either abuse or or down and out woman who's who's have to fight a man or or, or being cheated on by a man. It, it, it's all they're all the same. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, I mean I, I would probably say out of all his movies that he's done, I would probably have to say that the family that prays is probably my favorite of all of his projects that he's done for film. Okay. Uh, it, it, yeah, that was okay. I um, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, uh, and I'm saying out of all the ones that he's done, you know, uh, conclusively, I will probably have to say that was his best one. And you know, this a jazz man's blues. You know, and and to our listeners, if you have not seen the film, I I highly recommend you seeing it. Uh, great film. Uh, yeah. Great storyline. Uh, a lot of the things that took place. There were several things that took place in the film that that kind of got to, you know, got to my to my soul, got to my being. But you know, outside of of those several incidences that took place, overall, it was a great movie. Yeah. 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 And and back to you saying, I I think. Jazz Man, I will have to say, uh, Jazz Man Blues is one of my, will be one of uh, the best movies I think he's done. And then I yeah. like, yeah. I think Close Sec, well, be, 
Well, I should say I wouldn't say close second. In my opinion, second would be acrimony. Um, I, yeah. I I like acrimony. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, that was a pretty good project as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have to agree with you on that. And then you and you know what? Um, good deeds wasn't bad. But if, if if you think about it, though, if you look at, if you really think about the storyline, Good Deeds, Family That Prays, uh, Acrimony, all of that, if, if you really look at those movies and some of his shows, they're all, you can tie them in as the same. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it, you know, like it, for me, uh, you know, Family That Prays, the... the the, the one that rem, his TV shows that reminded me the most of the family of praise is um, what's the one about the president that's that's married to the uh, to the black woman. Oh, Oval uh, Office. Oval Office. Yeah, the Oval. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I'm I'm glad to see that he's hopefully now. Staying away from Medea, because he's definitely worn Medea out, in my opinion. Well, I heard it was a new Medea movie coming, so. <sighs> okay. But, but, it was safe to go but, back into the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing is, what what I like about, one of the things that stood out the, with me with Jazzman Blues, it was totally different from everything he's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally mm-hmm. different. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's why I say it, it 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 could not have been written by him. I mean, I'll give him props for, you know, nine times out of ten, and I could be wrong, but my gut feeling tells me that yeah, he 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 definitely bought the rights to to the script, uh, but it was well produced, um, well directed. You know, I'll 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 give him that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, and, and a yeah. red flag with me with with Tyler Perry, it was hard for him to find actors to do this film. No one wanted to do it, and my personal belief and opinion is, it's because of the stuff he usually writes. Because I think if any actor would have read the script of what we saw, mm-hmm. They would have jumped on it. That's true. So the the they're only you know the only thing I could think of they're like it's gonna be his same type of stuff. I'm not I don't want to deal with that, and for money reasons. So I I again I could be wrong, and and if I am, I would be the first to say I was wrong, and say Tyler, I mean you did your thing, but I don't think he wrote this. Yeah, like you said, I I I think he bought it from someone, mm-hmm. and you know he might have uh, changed the a line here or there, but this was totally out of his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, totally out of his wheelhouse. I agree because it it you know, always it, his movies and his shows always have it's the same thing. It's just different character names. 
or, or you know, something. Some type of affair with, that's taking place. Yeah, it, it's, some, it's always some something like that. that. You know, the family is so, you know, the family, a bad come from a bad family or family have. I know every family have its own issues. But his movies always, it's the same stuff. Yeah. Always. And I think because we're both writers, we're able to see substance in film. Yeah. You know, for us, it's not entertainment. We're we're looking at the whole big picture, uh, the content, uh, you know. But you and know, that's, even even with his comedy, it's it's the same stuff. Look at his comedies. It always the the female is in a bad relationship. She she's being abused, and, and even the Medeas, Medea has to fight for her or or something. You know, it's some type of bad relationship. It, it, she it, always it, had to pull a gun. Yeah, it, it's it's always it's always something. It's it's the yeah. same stuff, comedy or drama with with Tyler Perry's movie. Uh, and then, you know, I don't watch his TV shows, I will admit. You know, I tried to oh, watch. Oh, now do I. I tried to watch uh, The Oval one time, and and I think I called you. Because yeah. one thing I turned, I was like, this is trash. I can't watch it. Yeah. And I'm not even going to go into the to the scene of the, the scene, I'm, uh, you know. Yeah, and I, it, I remember we talked about it after after I yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm like I can't watch stuff, man. And it was so funny. I, I know early on in his shows, like a good uh, example. Remember, I think it still comes on. I'm not sure. The House of Pain. Mm-hmm. While that show, that series was running. He changed stuff around a million times while it was running. Because one time, CJ was the son. Mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. You, you know, then he became the nephew. Right. At, at the uh, beginning of the show, yeah, he was the son. Yeah. And uh, then who, uh, had, who had the two kids and, and, yep. and the wife. Yeah. Then he became the nephew. And then the right. wife, it was always she was on drugs. But um, when it first came on, when she got out of rehab, she got engaged to a uh, a football player, mm-hmm. and then they switched it back. Where she, when she got off, she moved in. He changed that show like seven times within yeah. the the season and a half. It's it's like he play around with the shows. So I can't I can't watch his stuff and and his writing. I mean, I mean you you can predict what's going to happen next. Yep. It, it's like it's all the same. You you be like, oh, she this and this. The husband gonna cheat, wife gonna get mad and try to hurt him and hurt the girl. It, it, it's it's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. But like I said, Jasmine Blues, I give him credit for that. I, it, I, it, I definitely I definitely give him two two thumbs up for ja- for Jasmine's Blues. For yeah, sure. it, it's gonna irritate you. Uh, but it, it's a good movie. Some of the scenes you go, it's gonna, it's it's gonna, uh, <laughs> it's gonna make gonna you get on your skin. Yeah, yeah. get on your skin. Yeah, yeah. But but it, it was reality to the most part. 
if you think about that's it. That's true. That's true. It's definitely um, historical, and you know, and and I'll leave it at that. You know, and, yeah. and it's up to our to our listeners to watch it for themselves and to formulate their own opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? So, we can ask our listeners after they see it; they can reach out to us. So, uh, yeah, just reach out to, good to us and, and tell us tell us what you think. You know, we can um, circle back to it. Um, it's it's the new season of shows, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd have to say at this point, um, I'm impressed with Dick Wolf's presentation of his of his, all of his shows mm-hmm. his series um you know obviously him being a successful showrunner has allowed him you know to go into a new season with um what i like about his shows are they're pertaining to everyday life and in mm-hmm. modern times that we're you know that we're living in whatever is going on in the world you know, I have to give him props because he's bringing it to the screen where we can see it, even though it's from a from a dramatical standpoint, but it involves things that are taking place. You know, his his Law and Order series, his uh, uh, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. Uh, I mean, his FBI's. I mean, this. This guy, man, when when he came up with the concept um, and applying these shows based on his personal life as a uh, uh, as a New York uh, police officer, but but him being able to transform his career over to film is amazing, and the growth, yeah. and you can definitely tell his shows definitely have substance. He definitely had no problem. Um, attracting uh, notable actors and actresses to fulfill these roles because, I mean, they all bring substance to their characters and to the screen and, to, you know, and what really holds your interest. Um, you know, I was, I was pleased in that um, uh, Abbott Elementary cleaned up at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. the 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 only thing about that show, the the Emmys with that, and you know, I don't want to take anything for um, the best supporting actor. I I think the the wrong actor won in Abbott. I don't know if you. I, I think you've seen the show. I've seen it a couple of times. But who who yeah. was the person that uh, that that the, won the, best the, actor? The, the sister that plays the principal. In the show, okay. she is the one to me that uh, she's a comedian, and um, she, to me, she should have won Best Supporting Actor. Okay. And if you if you watch it, if you can just watch it, uh, watch a episode or two, and her name is um, Janelle James. She's a comedian, and mm, if, okay, I have, I have yeah. To if you watch, show. just watch a, just watch the. I mean, just watch the last episode, and watch the the principal. She's the one who who 
It's hilarious. I mean, okay. I think, you know, um, I can't think of her name. What's her name that won Best Supporting Actor in the show? Uh, uh, Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph. She does a good job. But I, I, I think Janelle James should have won Best Supporting Actor. Okay. In it. Wow. Um, okay. That, that's, that, that's the only uh, thing I have to say to that, you okay. know. And going back to what you were saying about Dick Wolf, it's interesting to me that Anthony Anderson left Law and Order. Mm-hmm. And before he left, it was said that he was being but a butt on the set of the show, that it was hard for anyone to work with him, mm-hmm. uh, black or white. Uh, and then there was an issue. Man, he was having issues with Dick Wolf. So, and you know, we've discussed this. If anything, he should have just, you know, asked pulled Dick Wolf to the side instead of being a butt and said, you know, put me on another series or, you know, can when you do another show, can you throw me in there or something? Okay. He's the wrong guy to to burn a bridge with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like I said, for a showrunner of TV shows and successful TV shows, yeah, he's he, if you plan on being on the small screen, he's definitely not the person that you want to you want to burn bridges with because I mean, this man has that much power and clout. In Hollywood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, you, you, you know, you, when you think about uh, when I saw an interview with with Dick Wolf, and he he talking this was like several years ago when he first created uh, uh, Law and Order. Um, it was so interesting how he said that when he wrote the role that Ice T has. He said that he intentionally, from the outset, had Ice T in mind for that role. Mm-hmm. And just think, what this, they're going into their, I believe, their twenty-fifth season or twenty-sixth season, and Ice T's been there from the outset. That says yeah. a lot. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and you know, Anthony Anderson said that. Um, he just wanted to do his own thing and, and work on his own project. I mean, that is nothing wrong with that. But okay. you see people, he still it. could have been doing what he was doing on Law and Order. And yep. he could have still been good in good with Dick Wolf. Exactly. And at the same know. time, you know, when when they when they take their 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 uh, uh seasonal hiatus, he certainly could have used that time. To work on his mm-hmm. own private projects. Yeah, and you know, Dick Wolf might have helped them get it off the ground. Exactly. Exactly. You, I mean, anybody knows that if you're in, a, especially in the entertainment industry and in business, you can't. You got to be careful about burning bridges because more than likely you're going to run across those people again, or you're and, going to need them in some shape, form, or fashion. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can not like them, 
or disagree with them, but you still don't want to burn that bridge. From a personal standpoint, precisely. You don't you don't want to burn that bridge. Yeah. So bad. I mean, because I I don't foresee him doing anything else as far as exposure that would have taken him to the level where law and order could have taken him. Yeah. Well, he claims he's working on, and he probably is, a a comedy, uh, a show. He's working on a show he's going to try to get, you know, put on. Okay. Well, again, uh, all right, so, yes, you you can have your own project, but, like you said, you don't want to burn a bridge that you may or may not have to cross over again. And, you know, that's the one thing about Hollywood. Hollywood success is about word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Who you know. Yep. Not what you know, who you know. And someone can speak a word and, and get you, and I don't I don't like to use the word blackball, uh, but they can prevent you from, from getting a job. In yep. Hollywood, just by someone saying, "No, nah, don't fool with him," yep. or he exactly. he's difficult to work with. You yep. you're screwed. Yep. Yep. Especially if someone high power puts out the bad word on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talking about closing doors? Nah. You can you can tap on the door all day long, and based yeah. on what that word is that's received by the individual on the other side of the door, mm-hmm. the door would not be open, open unto you. So let me uh, switch a little bit and, and, and go back to Tyler Perry. So from your honest opinion, do you think, um, because you don't see many major actors trying to work with Tyler Perry, uh, and Tyler Perry, you know, he has the actors. He pretty much recycle, you know, the actors he used for all his projects. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'm getting at, you look at people like Spike Lee, um, he don't have his own studio, but he'll have a, a top-tier actor or more than one actor doing his projects. Yeah. And well, you, every every one of them said, "Hey, all I I got to call him Spike Lee." It was a no-brainer for me to do his project. Yeah, so it it makes me wonder do you think there's something there with with uh Tyler Perry? Uh, I believe so. I think, and, you know, ma- major actors, you know, big names are willing to do. I think they look at what type of project it's going to be. And if it's something that they feel has been either recycled or regurgitated or that's non-substantive, they're not going to sign on to it because, you know, because of their own personal fan base. Well, we can go a little deeper than that. 
you don't see when he first opened up his studio in 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 Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were were they jumped on it and were trying to you know they were trying like Bad Boys. They finished their Coming to America too, and and I think it was because it was new. And it was saying it was, you know, black man has first black man to have his own, you know, major studio. Mm-hmm. And everybody went there. But you don't see too many people returning there. No. No. I and, you know, again, we talked about it on previous podcasts. Um with the onset of the heartbeat bill that came into place under under Kemp. Um, and then with the issue of um, voting restriction under Kemp, with the issue of um, the uh, anti-abortion under Kemp, I believe personally that Hollywood is only here to fulfill their earlier contracts. Yeah, I agree with that, but but I'm 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 trying to I'm doing a narrower scope with Tyler okay, Perry. Okay, okay. Because you know some you know there there are some said no matter what I'm gonna support the brother I'm gonna film here or work with him. I'm right. not hearing that or seeing that. No, no, no. That's, and that's you true. know now, you know he had that big contract for BET and BET and Tyler Perry has split. A lot they're of people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They had part yeah. of ways they're split now. Yeah, all, all of it, all of his projects are now being being uh, uh shown on Netflix. So and it you know, I know he still I think he still has some of his shows on B E T but it might be for the contract, you know, gonna do finish out a certain amount of um Right uh seasons or whatever but he's pretty much done with BT. Yeah, I mean under legal oper- uh obligations, yeah, they they have to fulfill that that contractual agreement that they that they made with him. Well, sometimes uh, yeah. I've seen where they they're cut ties like we're we're done completely. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if they came to some type of agreement say we we're going to let you finish like up to like five seasons with the Oval or whatever, or this might be the last season on BET for the Oval and all his other stuff, Sisters and and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't get it, man. It's, it's yeah, like, the, the, hype, the hype is not there anymore. But, the, yeah, it's like people... Like go in, it's almost like they go in and work with him, and then it's like, nah, I changed my mind. I don't want to deal with him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I don't know him personally. I can only go on what I've been told. But right. it, okay. it it makes me wonder, like, what's going on. You know, the the entertainment industry is a is a weird, funny industry. Um. And, you know, once again, like you said, it depends on who various uh, actors and actresses are working with, whether they're willing to to work with that producer, you know, and, and in particular, you know, Tyler's reputation, I believe, has dwindled quite a bit over the last couple of years. 
of several years. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's sad because his studios had more potential to be the next Hollywood, so to speak. But there, there's, yeah. there's something that's going on that we, you know, that we're not privy to and, you know, it's really not publicized. Uh, I, I think there's some, some dynamics that are going on, you know, behind behind the scenes that we're we don't know about and you know who knows um yeah but uh yeah yeah. and and then you know they say he liked to have his hands in everything and i and i'll just say this i understand that but it's a difference between between having your hands and everything and knowledgeable of all the parts and what i'm getting at he can make sure and he understands like how every department and how every aspect of it works instead mm-hmm. of having his hands in it mm-hmm. you, yeah you I, know, I was i was i was gonna i was gonna get to that point as yeah, well I, you know, I, I think i think what happens sometimes when you have your hands in too many areas, trying to control all of these areas, each of those areas is going to lose substance that would make it better because you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to do too many things at one time. You know, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a cook. You know, if, you, if you're trying to do five or six pots all at the same time, something is going to get burned. Well, you know the saying, a jack, a jack of all trade, master of none. Right. So, and and it's, it's a lot of times it's best to have a lot of different different eyes and perspectives on a project. Precisely. And and with that, the hell with it. The hell with it. Thank you for tuning in to the Hell with It podcast. You can reach us at the Hell with It podcast at gmail dot com. That's T-H-A-H-E-L-L-W-I-T-I-T podcast at gmail.com. Say what? Say what? Say what? The